Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Locked on Flames. Today, we are going to talk about the dynamic duo between seasoned veteran Chris Tanev and the fresh blood of Oliver Shillington and how much of a dynamic duo they were and a force to be reckoned with. And of course, because it's Friday, you know we are going to do our winners and losers of the week as well. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames today. I hope you had an incredible week. We are one week closer to a Johnny and Kachuk extension. Hopefully, we're crossing our fingers, right? As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today we're going to be talking about Chris Tanev, Oliver Shillington, and just how great of a pair these two truly are and what's to come. Uh, Before we jump into it, though, I do want to say thank you so much for listening and subscribing, interacting in the comments. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. And of course, uh, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Back at the start of the season, Oliver Shillington was fighting for a roster spot. Uh, He turned 24, 25, I believe. And, you know, at that age, you should be on a roster spot. You should have a roster spot full-time. Uh, and he hadn't been able to crack crack the roster because there just wasn't enough room for him. And everyone was kind of like, he either makes the roster out of camp or he asks for a trade. Which I think is very fair considering how much room <laughs> the roster had especially in the defensive pairings because you know if if Huso Valamaki is making it out of camp why shouldn't Oliver Shillington right and he did make it he played very well he played 73 games had 31 points through the season and that was great he I loved what he brought to the team. I thought that he played very well. I thought that he wasn't afraid to truly be a defenseman. He wasn't, um, no shade to Noah Hannafin, but he wasn't afraid to, number one, throw hits, number two, take big hits, and three, he was battling for the puck every chance he got, and he was a true defenseman, and the Flames were really lucky to have him. He had Five goals through four games at one point, I believe, or something, five goals in nine games. It was something crazy, and (laughs) he just had, like, this crazy offensive tear, and everyone was like, where did this come from? And, you know, I thought that he played very well, and there was no reason to worry about him, and there was no reason to, like, say, oh, well, maybe he needed an extra, you know, few games down in... Stockton to, um, you know, clean off the rust or anything like that. Absolutely not. But something I did note was while I was looking for stats of Oliver Shillington and Chris Tanev, I stumbled upon something that I was not expecting to find. And it was a uh, Michael Stone and Oliver Shillington pairing 
they played together eight games through the postseason, and they only ended up uh, having like st- like when you break it down, one point four goals against when they were on the ice together. And I, I was very, and that stat is credited to moneypuck.com. And I was very confused because I'm not confused, but I was just very surprised. I was like, oh, that's quite a stat and just an unexpected one. And I wasn't um, entirely looking for it. It was just one that I happened to stumble across, of course. And, you know, it really shows that he is able to play with any defenseman on the Flames team and I thought that it was just another interesting note was that I ended up getting uh, an email for the Flames most undervalued player of the 21-2022 season and this comes from Jared from uh, bookies.com and Oliver Shillington was the uh, Flames most undervalued in terms of money uh, defenseman. He has a cap hit of $750,000, so league minimum. And he just, he, I don't know how they determine these things, but he uh, he was the most undervalued player, which makes sense because he was an absolute force to be reckoned with. And you are getting your most bang for your buck with a defenseman on a league minimum who's putting up, you know, 19 minutes a night so it just it makes a lot of sense but I really liked what we saw from the uh, Shillington and Tanev pairing Uh, they allowed uh, the least amount of goals through 120 minutes like I said it so you had to play like these pairings on the Flames had to play at least 120 minutes together through the season and the the this pairing led the team with least goals allowed. That's pretty good, but 34 through 73 games. So, you know, I do think that this is a great pairing. I really like them together. I I do worry because he is a UFA at the end of this, well, I guess July 13th when the season opens up, or sorry, free agency opens up, but we will have to see how that goes, if the Flames let him walk or not. I do think they're letting Good Branson and Zadorov walk, one or the other there. But I think Shillington could potentially get see a little pay raise, depending on the Flames' uh, allocation of funds. I liked what we saw from him in the playoffs, too. He had three points over 12 games. Um, you know, obviously, as a defenseman, your goal isn't to score, not to rack up assists either, unless you're Bobby Orr. But... Uh, you know, I think that he wasn't afraid to like take big hits. I think he, I think it was in the Dallas series when he took that nasty hit into the boards, and he was just like doing his little shoulder thing, and he looked like he, he looked like he was going to throw up from the pain. And I was worried, but um, you know, not bad. I would say that he had a great season. Give him a B plus. You can't complain here. I really think that he finally found his spot and he is going to make another team's defense even better if the Flames decide not to re-sign him. But coming up next, we are going to talk about Chris Tanev's season and the ridiculous narrative surrounding him. But first, let's talk about Bet Online. 
when it comes to gambling, please always gamble responsibly. And, you know, there are plenty of resources out there if you feel like you are falling into a hole. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, news, including this year's NHL, Stanley Cup Final, and Major League Baseball. The trade deadline's approaching. I'm sure you can find something there. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline remains your best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news. Head to the website today on your mobile device or your iPad, your LeapFrog, whatever, and learn more about the trends and actions that online where the game starts. So while I have you here, please make sure you are subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. I would greatly appreciate it. My cat would appreciate it because <laughs> I like to buy him a toy with my little bit of money that I get <laughs> uh, each month from the podcast. And, you know, your support for the show is crazy. It's grown so much over the past three seasons, and I just, y'all are great. I appreciate you. Chris Tanev wears the A for a reason. But please, for the love of God, let this man catch a break. <laughs> I think that he is a true leader, someone who is admired in the locker room, someone who takes the time to mentor the younger players, you know, especially the younger defensemen. It was last season when we saw the tweet of him uh, sticking around after practice. No coach was there, just him and Shillington, Valimaki, and some other younger defensemen uh, really putting in the work. And it wasn't Gio, who was the captain that was out there. It was Chris Tanev. So make of that what you will. Um, <laughs> but he went two full seasons two full regular seasons without an injury. And I really, we were really grateful for that. And he took Oliver Shillington under his wing, like I'd mentioned before, and just had a great season. I thought that, uh, again, you know, having someone who has fought for a roster spot paired with someone who's been in the league for God knows how long. Yeah, since 2010. That's a long time. That's 12 years. That's 12 years. Wow, that makes me feel old. But Chris Tanev played a full 82-game season, racked up 28 points, 22 assists, and six goals. Chris Tanev is not a goal scorer, so you're not going to get, like, uh, 10 goals out of him a year. He's had two six-goal seasons, which is his highest. So, like, you're not like this isn't an Adam Fox, Charlie McAvoy, Kale McCarr sort of situation, you know, you're getting true defense out of him, which I love. I think that he is, again, he is not a player that scares me. Like he doesn't fight. He's had one career fight, but if, if he had me down the corners, but oh, nope, nope, I'm good. Thank you so much for chatting. You know, like we're good. I would be scared. And people, I remember I tweeted that and someone was like, he's only had one career fight. Okay, but he's still tough. Like you don't have to like fight to be tough. He's relentless and he's he's big. He's 6'2". I mean, he's 190, what, 197 pounds according to his 
media page but like what the heck like I would still be so scared um and the fact that he's just a big dude <laughs> but again he went two full seasons without an injury the main concern around his contract was the injuries during the season and none of that came about until the postseason and I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here just a heads up <laughs> because I am really tired of players being expected to play through injury. Uh, Chris Tanev is one of those players that literally will go out on the ice if his like limb is falling off. Like we know this. And for him to miss as many games as he did, you had to know it was serious. You had to know that he was not just like in a little bit of pain or discomfort. Like it, the torn labrum is enough for people like done. You should be sidelined benched. You should not be shooting Toradol, um, getting Toradol injections before playing. You should be like in surgery, but you know, a separated shoulder too. Like that is serious. You cannot function in like a normal day-to-day life with these injuries. So how are you expected to play hockey? Like, how do you expect yourself to play hockey? And I understand it comes down to the personal choice and I respect bodily autonomy, but you know, I do think that we have to start drawing a line because there are long-term effects of using like these medications and these pain blockers, painkillers and whatnot. But the narrative of him being like this warrior and like the fact that he had like like a sprained neck and people were like, oh my God, this dude is so cool. Like, oh, this is awesome. No, no. The sprained neck ended up not being an official diagnosis, but it's still just like, no, you should not be cheering for these things. I get it. It's the hockey thing and you know like oh tough gritty grittiness no like at some point you have to realize like there is so much more to life than hockey and this is obviously no dig at Chris Tanner because we see players do it year after year after year Patrice Bergeron um, Leon Dreisaitl Tristan Jari like it is year after year that these players do these things right and it is so upsetting to me because you know there's a quality of life after hockey and you should have it he has two great pugs you think you know you want to pick him up and get him on the couch with you want to take him for walks but no I outside of that Christian have had a fantastic season (laughs) sorry for that little rant and that sharp segue but uh you know I think it there is still time for his contract to go bad there's still time. There's always time. There's always time because it happens. <laughs> but I do really think that Christiana had an excellent season and him being paired with someone who's a lot younger. That sounds so bad to say because Christiana isn't even that old. I think he's like, I don't even, is he even 30? He's 32. Okay. But, you know, someone that's eight years younger than him, it, you know, allows him to mentor them and bring out like the best in them while also pulling from his own qualities. And I I would give his season an A minus. I thought that 
he did really well. And he's a very, very respected leader in that room. And not much more you can ask for in situations like that. So congratulations to this pairing. I hope we see them together again next year. I would be interested. I will be interested to see how the Flames navigate their defensive pairings next year, especially if they have Shillington, Goodbranson, and Zadorov walk. I That opens up three more roster spots, and I don't know what their plan is. But, you know, that is something we will talk about in the coming weeks. <laughs> but coming up next, we are going to wrap up the show with our usual winners and losers of the week because boy oh boy do we have some losers thank you so much for tuning into locked on flames make sure you're following me on twitter at just belmosto i love winners and losers of the week because it get you get to highlight some really really great stuff so let's start with our loser shall we Connor McDavid being caught in 4K and 4K cheating on his girlfriend with Darnell Nurse and Zach Cassian. And I believe Duncan Keith was there as well. But shout out to the brunettes because we won. We finally win. But no, in all seriousness, like you're a scumbag if you cheat on your partner. You are an absolute loser. If you try to defend this, oh, they were just holding hands. Would you feel the same way if it was your partner? Would you? Like, come on, let's be honest now, right? Um, I would I would be a wreck. And at the time, Lauren Kelly, his girlfriend, was out at a bar with her friends when this was going on. And I am very certain that she is on social media, so she probably saw it. It was probably being sent to her. So... That's upsetting. So yeah, you're a loser if you cheat on your partner and you're an absolute trash person if you are with your friend and they're cheating and like you don't do anything to stop it. Okay, great. Also, um, I have two losers this week because why not? Uh, People are being fooled by the 2016 tweet of Johnny's extension. And I've seen it in my timeline a bunch of times and people like actually think it's like, from 2022 and like it's been sent in group chats and I don't like stop you need to check the dates on the tweets it's just wait until your timeline is going absolute bonkers and you see it retweeted or posted by the NHL or by the Flames account or you know who I'm sure will have it first Elliot Friedman because you know why because that man knows everything but, uh, you know, I do think that it's coming. We're, we'll just keep our fingers and toes and legs and arms and eyes and ears crossed. Right. Okay, great. But my winner of the week is Sue Bird. After a 20-year career, she is calling it, I don't want to say quits, but she's she's hanging up her, her sneakers and... Uh, this is her final year in the WNBA. Absolutely love watching her. She is just a force to be reckoned with, and you love to see it. It's 
just I hope that she's able to win another championship this year. But we'll have to see. And then I have another winner as well because, you know, why not finish it? Um, you know, even it out, right? But my second winner is Madison Packer, the captain of the Metropolitan Riveters. Uh, she wrote a very raw and meaningful article for her uh, former college, uh, University of Wisconsin, and it talks a lot about mental health and living as your authentic self. And I think a lot of people uh, could benefit from that. And I just, I think that it's, it's brave to come out and share your story. And I absolutely think that you should read it and kind of take away the high points from it and the low points because it's not always sunshine and rainbows for these professional athletes as well. They're human beings. And on that note, we will wrap it up with a big thank you. You guys are doing incredible numbers for the show. I appreciate it. It's, I, it's not about the numbers. It's literally about here, about me turning on my computer every day and just talking about this hockey team. And I hope you all have a great and safe weekend. Start enjoying the summer wherever you are, wear your sunscreen. <laughs> uh, and definitely my DMs are always open if you ever need someone to talk to. So thank you again. And I will see you all on Monday with, how about we do some Jacob Markstrom and Dan Vladar? Let's, let's do that. Let's talk about the two goalies on Monday. And that will pretty much wrap up our um, evals. So thank you again. And I will see you on Monday.